Hey guys, welcome to This Week I Learned. First things first, I would like to do a shameless plug. Uh, my sister and I built an app called Reader. It's R-E-A-D-R-R. It's a pretty simple app. Um, not a lot of bells and whistles and uh, it's not really great looking but it works uh, th what the application basically does is you put paragraphs there or a lot of sentences there and when you hit start it starts displaying the words one by one so it, it, I think it's three words per second and then this basically makes it easier for you to speed read um, this allows you to focus more on the words and you retain a lot more of the content by than by just reading it off your screen so we built this because uh, an app that we liked I forgot its name our oh, speed speeder SPDR is unavailable for my iOS device right now um, it's for iOS 11 I think and I'm still on iOS 10 so we couldn't use it so we actually built one ourselves so if you want to try this out for yourself, again, it's Reader. Uh, it's available on readr.surge.sh. So readr.surge.sh. So definitely check that out if you're into reading a lot of stuff. Thanks. Breaking news, breaking news! It was not long ago that Angular 5 was released and now it's Angular 6. I don't even have the motivation to try and try this on anymore because it's already 6. Last one I tried was 2. So like, God, what would I have to do? And a lot of the tutorials would be, well, broken by now if they're actually following Semver because you know five four to five to six actually those are major releases and according to Semver, Semver, if you're doing major releases they're actually breaking changes to your api so but again if you're a fan of angular it's already in angular 6 so if you want to do that go ahead and check it out <music> If you're a fan of WebAssembly or have been following it for a while, you'd be happy to know that a WebAssembly Studio has been released. So this basically is an IDE where you can build applications in C and then convert it into WebAssembly and you can download it and then you can just automatically plug it in into your web application and use it just like that. So this basically means uh, you can develop faster because you can code there and you can see the uh, converted WebAssembly code and then see what the actual result would be in your browser. So again, it's WebAssembly Studio. So if you're a fan of WebAssembly or you want to try it out, this is definitely a thing for you to try out.
if you're a fan of MailChimp or you actually use it but you think it's a lot of money being spent although it's not you can try out MailChain which is like an open source alternative to MailChimp it's an open source newsletter library that um, you can just host in your own server so if you're tired of MailChimp or if you don't want to pay but instead what you have um, a spare server lying around you can just spin it up and add MailTrain to it and use that as your MailChimp alternative so if in, you're in that space building email newsletters you can definitely check this out If you're a fan of VS Code like me, there's a site called VS Code Can Do That.com that has a lot of things that um, you users to VS Code uh, do not probably do not know. So if you also if you do not know what VS Code is, it's Microsoft's um, alternative to a lot of text editors like Atom or Sublime. It's free and it, uh, it is jam-packed with features like its own terminal window and um, automatic Git integration. So there's a lot of features out of the box and it's fast. It's, it's relatively fast. So if you're new to VS Code, you should definitely check out vscodecandothat.com. Last one I want to talk about is stdlib.io. This is basically um, going to be JavaScript's standard library. It's not an official standard library, but rather it's a library that you can just import and use, much like. Um, no, it's not much like. Um, this would the form would be similar to I think STL of C++ and Python's own standard library because JavaScript doesn't have a stand, standard library right now. So this is one of our best bets to having a standard library in JavaScript. But the problem is right now the documentation is totally bad. It's bad, but the content, the actual code is pretty good. There's a lot of things like uh, new stuff like uh, stuff for statistics or new things for array manipulation and utilities. So if you're into JavaScript and you really want to try out um, the standard library so you don't have to repeat things over and over again, definitely check it out. But again, the documentation is pretty bad right now, but still standard library for JavaScript. If you've tried AirDrop before and you're frustrated that you don't have AirDrop in your other devices, in your non-Apple devices, you can try out Plover. Plover is basically a, a a browser airdrop which requires you to be in the same network to the person you're passing to or to the device you're passing to so it's basically like airdrop but in the browser and you have to be in the same network so again it's plover p 
P-L-O-V-E-R. If you work with data science, even as just a hobby or as your actual job, Mode Studio is a nice thing to try out. Mode Studio allows you to work with Python, R, and SQL in just one interface. So uh, you can just work with SQL, uh, work with your tables, and then after that, you can export them and then import them in Python and play with them more. Or if you're more of an R person, you can try it R in Mode Studio. So you can switch between these easily and this just makes everything flow much much easier so usually with jupyter you can't work with sql unless you're you know like dealing with sql alchemy in python but that's a different story so if you want to be uh, working with all these three uh without installing anything just go to mode studio so maybe just search mode studio and data science and you can find it there that's it for this episode of this week i learned i hope you learned a lot from this episode and be sure to subscribe to this anchor channel and um subscribe to my medium and dev2 accounts thank you